I want to really try and get my Noah Foster essence in it. Sure. All right, I'm Phoebe. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to The Morgue. Uh, We are an MTV Scream podcast, uh, recap and analysis. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think we are the last two MTV Scream stands standing. Yes. (laughs) If, so, if not the last ones, we are cer- current. We are currently among. We're currently yeah. reigning over our small kingdom. Yeah, I think if we're not the last, we are definitely. We know all the last ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. So we've been with the show from the beginning when it was airing in 2015, mm-hmm. 2016. We actually met each other through it. Yes. And I actually, okay, because I did not watch the first season of the show until after it had already aired, but before the second season started airing. So, like, I knew it had gotten renewed and that there was a second season coming, but I did not actually, you know, watch the first season of the show until it was all on Netflix. Yeah, I actually came to it halfway through the second season. Um, Mm -hmm. It had, like, a Wednesday night slot on MTV, and I would watch it live for, like, the last four episodes. Yeah, and I actually remember, like, being aware of it when it first came out during the first season, like, when it was airing, but I wasn't actively watching it. But I was also, like, in my very first semester of college, and I do remember this one guy in one of my classes being like, oh my god, you should watch it, it's so good. Yes, so it started in 2015. It is a very singular genre of TV, I think, where it is a horror slasher series. Yes. It aired for three seasons, or I guess it aired for two seasons, and then a third season was dropped on Netflix after being in holding for like three years. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's roughly two and a half seasons. The third season is... Six episodes that are entirely unrelated to the first two seasons in plot and characters and everything. Yeah, and to be honest, I I still haven't watched it. (laughs) I I haven't watched it. I haven't either. I need to. I feel like I I mean I definitely will eventually. I feel like we will both need to eventually watch it, but as of now I have not. <laughs> yeah, um I love Kiki Palmer. I'm very excited that she's involved in it. I don't love a lot of uh, the other people that I know that are involved in it. Yeah, I like Tyler it's Posey, really obviously. Just Kiki. <laughs> yeah, it's like Kiki and Tyler Posey. That's really and it. I think Nash Greer. <sighs> oh, I have to admit I like Nash Greer and You Get Me, but that's kind of it. Uh well, You Get Me That's as- an amazing movie. It's so, an amazing movie, and the connection is there because Bella Thorne was in the Bella first Thorne. episode. Yes. Um, so the reason we want to make a podcast about MTV Scream, I think for me, is entirely selfish. It's because it's my favorite show of all time, and I think it's very underrated. Mm-hmm. I think, for me, it was not... It was like... I mean, yeah, it's one of my favorite shows of all time. It was also so, like... I wrote an, oh god, when the show was airing its, like, second season, I wrote an embarrassingly sincere, like, Twitter message to Bex Taylor Klaus about how Audrey was kind of, yeah, I was gonna say, um, about how Audrey was, like, the first kind of lesbian character I ever saw on TV that was like, oh, I can recognize myself in that. 
you know? Yeah, and I think I think that's the core of why I like it so much is because mm-hmm. it's really the first TV series where I really saw a very interesting, complex lesbian character. Yeah. And that's why it's kind of stuck with me after all this time and after all the Hootenanny died down was because I think it was the first time I saw a character... Who was like, this is a gay girl you could be going to high school with. Like, this is someone you actually know. Yeah, the way that she processed her emotions and the way she was, like, homophobically bullied in 2015 and the way she responded to it. I'm like, this is so authentic. Mm -hmm. Um, This is so engaging to watch. I think um, everything about the environment of MTV Scream, even though it is very campy and, like, over the top because that's the nature of the genre... The way the characters interact is so good because it feels so real. Yeah, and I feel like you cannot have that element of camp without some sincerity underneath it. And I feel like so much of the sincerity and the nuance comes from Bex Taylor Klaus's performance, obviously. But um, like just because it's like to see a gender non-conforming lesbian playing a gender non-conforming lesbian like on tv not just to see that kind of character represented but represented with all the like real nuances that are there because it's not just you know some straight actress who's pretending to be a lesbian for tv like (laughs) there's yeah it was realness to it yeah um and that bleeds through it really does i think in I think I wish this show stuck out more in the cultural imagination. Like, I know so many hardcore Scream fans, like, Scream the series of movies who mm-hmm. have never seen the show. And I think this show is, like, the perfect descendant of the movie series. I mean, I think it's so, I think it's just so fun because it's, <laughs> it's just really, really fun. It does not always manage to be as smart as the original movies, but that's part of the fun of it because it's an MTV show and it's got that sort of same sensibilities as like Teen Wolf or Riverdale or Pretty Little Liars or something like that. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And that's why it's so fun. I remember, I think it was Wes Craven who he was asked about making like a fifth Scream movie, which I believe is now happening before mm-hmm. he died and he said no he's like scream exists on tv now he's like that's where the teenagers are and that's where all the thrills are and i think that's why like this teen soap version of scream was so compelling because it is like a perfect yeah. mix of what teens really like now and the media they process and the way that they think when they uh are engaging with material like this so yeah. i feel like I think it that, came yeah. just a little bit too early i feel like if maybe it had dropped one or two years later, like, it would have been a phenomenon, you know? Yes, I completely agree. Especially in that Riverdale sweet spot that, like, it would have been a lot bigger than it ended up being if it had just waited a little longer. I feel like it's very ahead of its time. Oh, if it had come out in tandem with Riverdale, I feel like the oh, way people yeah. would talk about it would be it would be so above criticism. It's the way people compare Riverdale and Euphoria now, where uh-huh. it's like Euphoria is so much better than Riverdale, even though they're so similar. I feel like Scream would be that Riverdale counterpart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. So I think, yeah, so why we want to talk about it, other than just loving it so much and talking about it, is our 
favorite pastime thing to do in the world um, is because we have sat on this show for like th- I mean it ended in 2016 so it's been four mm-hmm. years yeah and we want to talk about what we think holds up this isn't a perfect show um even though we love it so much this isn't just going to be a glowing recap you know what are products of its time why it's so good and eventually we want to talk about where we would have gone with it yeah if we had taken the reins yeah because i mean i feel like there's so much more to this show than is on the surface and like you can see especially in the second season you can see the bones of what they were building towards but they just didn't get to go all there all the way but like when you've rewatched it as many times as we have, it like <laughs> it, it it just unfolds itself in front of you, and you can you can engage with it so heavily. Yeah. I feel the way I watch this TV series is the way I imagine other people watch Marvel movies, where it's like I'm looking for little clues everywhere, and every time something new happens, I get so excited. Oh yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I've never, I mean, I've never felt that sort of exciting connection with marvel movies or whatever else you know people engage with on that same level in that same way like that is mtv scream to me you know like that mtv scream is one of the few things that can hold my attention like that and get me like invested like that yeah yeah it's it's such an interesting show it's i think the way that because the whole premise that it pitches itself on is that like you can't do a horror movie as a TV series. And you can tell, like, in each episode that they're trying to disprove that. And for the most part, they really do. Mm -hmm. But it's by combining, like, a typical slasher with, like, a pretty good mystery structure, like a teen mystery. Yeah, Um, and, you know, those elements of, like, teen soap. Yes, yes. And I think, especially in the first season, those three things are balanced really well. Yeah, and I think it lay- it ended up laying a lot of the bone structure for, you know, stuff that Riverdale went on to do, especially because, like, Riverdale literally did a scream plot that was, like, you know. <laughs> um, given uh, Roberto's track record with, like, the kind of media he consumes and he references when he makes Riverdale, I have to imagine he was watching Scream when oh, it was yeah. airing. I feel like... Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) It bleeds through a lot of his storylines. I think my dream is that maybe not now, but in a little bit in the future, MTV Scream will become like a formative piece of media the way that Twin Peaks has. Yeah. Cult classic. Like cult classic. Yeah. Um, and so I think I think that's the something we should touch on at the very beginning because it, it's going to make people mad if we don't make it clear. Mm-hmm. The way Phoebe and I engage with the show and the way I believe it should be engaged with is that it is an incredibly layered lesbian love story. Mm-hmm. And if that's not how you read it or how you want to read it, then this might not be the I, show for yeah, you. Yeah, then I don't know what you're getting out of it, to be honest. Yeah, but... I mean, there's lots there that's also fun, but, like, the core is the lesbian love story, and if you're not about that, then, like, I don't know what's drawing you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you even found this yeah, podcast in the first place. Yeah, it's great for you that you're able to find something else, but I cannot relate. I'm here for the meat, which is the Emma and Audrey relationship. Yes, completely. And both of those actors are so good in those roles. Oh Um, my god. They both nail it so hard. And I think something else I really like about 
Scream is that I really like every single character. I think every member of yeah. the ensemble is incredible. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's a great, I mean, it's just got such a good rounded out, like, teen cast of those, yes. like, teen archetypes with, like, enough realism behind it that it's just enjoyable. It's it's a lot of fun. And it's like, you know, it has these, you know, from the original screen movies, these ideas of, like, teen archetypes. Okay, these are the type of people that are, like, in a horror movie and then deconstructing those tropes sort of to, you know, different degrees. All of these characters are so great. Um, I'm a big Emma Audrey fan, but I genuinely love all of them. And I will talk about Mm -hmm. all of them with as much care as possible because I feel like they're my little friends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Some of them gone too soon. Yeah. I mean, looking back at this, like, all-star cast you know we've got bella thorne who is there for 15 seconds we've yes. got willa fitzgerald of um many the things goldfinch. the goldfinch <laughs> um that beach house movie uh, the dolly parton thing that she did dare uh, me obviously i still haven't watched dare me i really need to but i don't know where to stream it for free and i'm not i don't want to pay for it i saw your tweet i'm gonna have to look and see i forget where i watched it i think yeah. maybe amazon but i forget um bex taylor klaus who has had uh, a lot of success in voice acting recently they mm-hmm. were on voltron um they were on my cameo for my 23rd birthday a couple yeah. of weeks back the Jennifer Aniston movie, Dumplin', with Dove Cameron and others. Yes, I forgot yeah. they were in that one. That's also a Dolly Parton-related thing. So Bex and Willa have both played their part in vaguely Dolly, Dolly Parton-esque Parton projects. The DPCU. Yeah. yeah, the Dolly Parton <laughs> cinematic universe. <laughs> yeah. John Carna, sorry, John Carna of Lady Bird. I who can forget John Carlin? Who can forget John Carlin and Lady Bird? I do once a week. I purposely black <laughs> it out. Yeah, so I think the way we're looking for this show to go is it's going to be recapping mostly with a lot of our individual spice, what we get out of each episode, how mm-hmm. we believe it fits into our canon of events. Eventually, is to hopefully get in contact with some of the people who were involved in the making of the show and talk about it with Absolutely. them. Absolutely. And if you are listening, we'd be more than happy to have a conversation with you. Yes. uh, Anyone who might have starred or was involved in. Yes. We're big fans. The biggest fans you have. If you were an extra on, like, the background of one episode, if you were one of the, like, kids making faces in the very background of, like, the library episode where everyone's reacting to all the crazy shit Emma's doing. Give us a call. I would <laughs> yeah, love let us to, know. like, talk to you for real. I want to hear about the stage directions you got. Yeah. <laughs> and then, ultimately, um, we want to talk about what we would have done with our own season three. Because we've had a lot of ideas yes. for a long time. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, um, tune in next time. You'll be hearing us talk about episode one, season one, the pilot episode of MTV Scream. And I think I think until then, um, that's all I really want to say, because otherwise I'll just be getting into way too much. I'm so excited to start talking about this show. 
Yes, I am too. I am thrilled to be getting into this in a way that the whole world can hear because all I've ever wanted is a platform to talk about this endlessly. Yes, Mm -hmm. me too. Yeah. All right. uh, This is Hannah and Phoebe with The Morgue signing off. All right. 